Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by Geico. Great news. Just like Shep, you could go to geico.com and save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to the site, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. The great Scott Miller with Bleacher Report is at Target Field right now in Minneapolis watching the Twins going to the bottom of the six home, down two zip, both teams with five hits. And, Scott, thanks for uh, coming on the show during the important playoff game that you're at. I have to say, the Yankees, uh, they win this game, and they're up two, and they're doing the job. Uh, this series is over. Yeah, it is. And I'll tell you what, this is how great you are. I, I told you I'd come on during the game. You were courteous enough to call right in between innings. That's even better, <laughs> right? <laughs> It is, yeah. We're late going in, in the, the bottom of the sixth. Uh, yeah, two nothing Yankees, and uh, you know, Twins have had some chances and just haven't been able to cash in. They they loaded the bases in the uh, second inning with nobody out and couldn't score a run. And you know, you just can't miss chances like that against the Yankees. And that's one big reason the Twins are uh, you know three in it, three innings away from uh, elimination right now, unless they could get something going. Can you believe, uh, Scott, that, that literally, I don't even know what it is that's so staggering, but they've lost, uh, I think Carver High told me, like, uh, they're like 2-15 and 15 against them or something all time and like 13 straight losses to the Yankees in, in postseason play. Like, they are literally, they are owned by the New York Yankees like nothing I've ever seen. Like, it's almost as if they never had a chance going into it. And the games in the Bronx, they killed them. Yeah, and, 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 and you're right. It's right now the Twins have lost 15 consecutive playoff games going back to 2004. Tonight would be 16 in a row if they can't, if they don't come back. Uh, 15 in a row. Uh, 12 of those 15 have been against the Yankees, three against Oakland. And, uh, you know, then as you pointed out, I think it's like 13 in a row against the Yankees because they go back one more beyond that. Um, so it, it's, it's, the thing is, like the big talk by the twins before game one in new york last week you know everybody said rightfully so hey this losing streak's got nothing to do with us you know none of these players part- before this year participated in any of those postseasons when they lost to the yankees the managers back then were like you know ron Gardenhire right. and paul molitor um so every the cast of characters is completely changed but the overall story doesn't it's you know the 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 Big Apple and the Mini Apple for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Scott Miller with us, uh, Bleacher Report. I don't think there's anything else to say, frankly, about the series. That's how uh, easy it's been for the Yankees. Yep. I'd rather talk about that 
Uh, great, uh, those two great National League series. What did you think? Uh, what did you think of uh, like as the Braves today with Acuna and and this kid, uh, this the second baseman going off? Albies, Albies, yeah, Albies, like he hit a home run. I mean, these guys are unbelievable the way they've played. But then somehow, some way, as usual, Yachty gets it done and they steal that game. 5-4. I mean, they were down 4-3 in like the eighth inning, and they somehow won the game. But that series is unbelievable. Yeah, it's a really, really good series. Wednesday's going to be a great day for baseball with those two five game fives going. And, uh, yeah, the Cardinals and Braves, you know, and that series, almost every game's been a nail-biter. Yesterday, the Cardinals were one strike away from going up two games to one yesterday, and then the Braves come back and, and beat them. So, you know, now it's two to two going to Atlanta for game five. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, just a phenomenal, phenomenal series. You know, Adam Wainwright uh, w- was terrific yesterday um, for St. Louis. Or, uh, yeah, for St. Louis uh, Braves, as you mentioned, stars like Acuna and uh, Albies and and on and on and on. You know, Soroka pitched well the other day. Fulte, Fultonevich pitched well. Um, you know, that's going to be one rocking uh, evening on uh, Wednesday in Atlanta. Who do you like, uh, Flaherty or uh, Fultonavich in that game Wednesday in Atlanta? Because I have to say this, like I, at the beginning of the series and when they won the first game, I said this team, it's the franchise, what if 11 world championships, whatever it is, they just always find a way in the playoffs to get it done. But I have to tell you, I, and I think the Cardinals, I, I've always believed they'll win, but now I got to tell you, I think the Braves have played better than the Cardinals. They have. The Braves are really good. They have a lot of weapons. I mean, you know, we talked about Albies and Cunha. I mean, Freddie Freeman is always dangerous. Um, Josh Donaldson. You could go on and on, but I will say this. Nobody has pitched better in the second half since the All-Star game this year than Jack Flaherty. Uh, I mean, that includes some horses like Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom in the National League. And, um, you know, Flaherty, is, uh, it's hard to go against him. I, I lean toward the Cardinals winning because of him. Um, but, you know, Atlanta's at home, and that's going to be a uh, – uh, you know, that's going to be a boon for the Braves, too. But I'm going to go to the Cardinals. That's how much I like Flaherty. I, I, I really think he's terrific. And then Fultonavich, they'll beat him in that earlier matchup. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's a guy, too, that deserves all kinds of credit because, you know, he, he got off to such a bad start. You know, it was back in May. They sent him down to the minor leagues. He was going so poorly. And he had a crisis of confidence. He couldn't locate the ball. And uh, he came back and, and not only, you know, obviously came back, was recalled from the minor leagues, but, um, you know, he came back to where Fultonevich's second half has been very, very good. So Scott Miller with us. He's at the target field. Uh, what do you think of uh, Scherzer tonight with seven strikeouts and seven innings, one earned run, and the fact that the Nationals uh, stomped the Dodgers 6-1, to one, and now we've got Bueller-Strasburg on Wednesday and Chavez-Ravine. Like, it doesn't get any better now. How about the Nationals and Scherzer? Yeah, that's uh, Scherzer. What a night tonight he had. Uh, you know, not to mention coming in and pitching an inning in relief the other night in Los Angeles. Um, you know, I, I had to chuckle this line after the game today when, when, you know, he was asked in the clubhouse, you know, any chance you can come in and relief in game five. And this is after he's already started. You know, you pitch in relief. You pitch a wild card game. And, uh, yeah, he kind of t- tongue-in-cheek said after the game today, but he was serious. There's no way I'm going to pitch in relief on, uh, on Wednesday. Uh, he said, as it is, my arm's just hanging right now. 
Um, but you know what a what a what a gutsy performance. You know Scherzer's been for the past few years probably my favorite pitcher of anybody to watch. Just the the stuff he's got, the guts, the emotion he shows on the mound, and it was all there on display tonight. What a phenomenal phenomenal night for Max Scherzer. And for the Washington Nationals, I mean, remember, they're going to game five with Strasburg on the mound. Strasburg's been phenomenal this year as well. And he's got a chance. You know, all those years we talked about about how Strasburg hasn't quite lived up to expectations. He's had all those injuries. You know, I know there's been a lot of talk. Is he soft? He's got a chance to change a lot of things right on, on Wednesday night in Los Angeles. And not to mention, remember, that, that they won the wild card game finally. The Nationals did. But they've never won a uh, playoff series, that franchise, Montreal Expos or Washington Nationals. So, you know, they've got a chance to to win their first playoff series. Do you think that – I think he's their best pitcher. I really do because because of the last month of the season, I just thought because yep. Scherzer struggled so badly. I thought in the in the end of the season and in the wild card and in this series, Strasburg to me has looked the crispest of anyone. He has been uh, his stuff has been filthy. No question, it has been. It, yeah, really filthy. And you know what? He's got like six postseason starts, like an oh six four ERA. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's really good. Now, the only key is, you know, in today's game, Strasburg or even even Gary Cole and Justin Verlander, you know, nobody goes nine innings. So at some point, Strasburg's going to have to go as long as he can. They'll probably have Patrick Corbin available in relief, although I'm not sure if that's a good thing or bad thing. Like Corbin's uh, not – he struggled against the Dodgers in this series. But, you know, the, the Nationals' bullpen is going to come into play at some point on Wednesday night, and they're going to have to – somebody's going to have to stand up big and be a hero after Strasburg. But, you know, it's phenomenal. It's going to be a great, great night. And, and by the way, Walker Bueller starting for the Dodgers, uh, you know, he doesn't shrink from the spotlight either. That's a fabulous, fabulous pitching matchup. So let me ask you this last question, uh, Scott, about the Astros and Rays. The Rays came up big today. There's no denying it. They pummeled Grinky. Uh, I was surprised to see him give up all those home runs. But do yep. you do you believe because they're going to go with some you know patchwork pitching on uh, Tuesday and and uh, like an opener, and then they're going to do the uh, they have to deal with Verlander. I mean, how are they going to do that tomorrow night? And and actually, they think they can do that and beat Justin Verlander? Are you serious? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think good luck. I, I think. Houston's a great team. I still think Houston wins it all, wins the World Series this year. Um, I, I think they end it tomorrow against Tampa Bay, and at the very least, if Tampa Bay figures out somehow to, an escape route tomorrow, um, you know, I think Houston wins it in Game Five. But I agree with you. I, I think Verlander going on short rest, which he rarely does. In fact, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think this would be his first time in the postseason on short rest. But um, you know, I know it's pretty rare, but. Um, you know, uh, it's just like Scherzer tonight. I mean, there's certain guys. There are not many of them, but there are a handful of guys. Scherzer's one, Verlander's one, right. Garrett Cole's one, where you just hand them the ball and say, stand back, man. It's your night. And they come up big, and I think Verlander will tomorrow. Wow. Uh, now, and I, one overtime question I'll slip in. So you, yep. you he just said, uh, and, and Carver High's over here, he's just not having it. He, you said you like the Astros to win it all. 
And then Carver Haas over here said he gives us no love, the Bombers, against the Astros. And the, and the Yankees are kicking everyone's ass right now. How how good do you think that ALCS will be? Because it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, it is. I think it's Astros-Yankees, and I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, you know, but I still say Houston and six. <laughs> yeah, listen, screw you. <laughs> All right, I love you, Scott. Scott, great stuff. Thanks for coming on from the game tonight. You're awesome. All right, buddy. Take care. Twins have a runner on right now. Yeah, Twins and then down. Judge just made a huge catch in right field, so slow down. Slow down, son. Real, Yan- Yankee real, sweep. Yep. Really good catch. Yeah, fantastic. All right, there All right, he is. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. Scott. Scott Miller, Bleacher Report. Uh, 855-212-4227 to get on the bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, we're um, going to do Home Depot right here. I know you get excited every week when I do this because doing more is brought to you by the Home Depot. Visit homedepot.com for details on flooring, appliances, and bathroom home improvements. I'm always constantly upgrading at the Pharrell Palatial. Uh, the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Let's take a look at a player who's doing more for his team. Yadi Molina of the Cardinals tied the game in the eighth inning with an RBI single, then gets up again in the tenth and hits a sack fly to win it in extras walk-off style. Yadi Molina doing more for his team. Brought to you by the Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Also, Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader with many of you seeing two of the most dynamic young quarterbacks in the game airing it out when Mahomes and the Chiefs welcome Watson and the Texans, followed by the Cowboys visiting the Jets. It all begins with JB and the guys getting you focused for football in the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. All right, 855-212-4CBS gets you on the bench. So, you know, I'm sitting there watching this uh, Yankee game. They got a runner at second, nobody out. Sanchez up, two zip, they lead the Twins. They're in the seventh. They're nine outs away from a sweep. You've seen all this other excitement today with, you know, uh, the Cardinals and then the Nationals hitting all these home runs. Do you think the uh, Twins have it in them, Carver High, for a uh, walk-off uh, win at all because that's what they're going to need to win this game. They're going to need to score three runs. Do, do you think they have it in them uh, in these uh, with nine outs left? Uh, I do not. You think uh, it's over? I do. There's still a chance that the Yankees tack on here in the next couple of right. innings. If they tack on, it's really over. Yeah, I, I just uh, I think that the Twins blew a lot of opportunities early in this game to be in the game, whether it be the bases loaded, no out in the second, a couple more guys on in the third. They blew a lot of chances here tonight. Right. So, uh, I got to tell you, when I watch uh, this Browns team tonight, I mean, they are unbelievable. I mean, it really is. Is it not crazy what uh, they are doing? Like, seriously, like, they're two and three, but look at their games. So, they lost to the Titans 43 13. They lost to the Rams on Sunday night 20 13. And they lost to the Niners tonight, 31-3. to I mean, honestly, look, at they don't, I mean, three points, 13, three, 13. They don't score any points. They scored uh, once, right? I mean, well, oh, I guess, excuse me, uh, they had, uh, they, they scored 13 and that lost 23 in the win over the Jets, 13 in the loss to the Rams, 40 in the win over the Ravens when they looked their best. How do you go from scoring 40 points against the Ravens 
to uh, not being able to score against the 49ers on the road. I mean, honestly, they are. I, you cannot even explain that to me. How can you run the ball with Chubb and pass the ball with Landry and Beckham that well and literally light it up? And, and, and that was in Baltimore. And then to go to San Francisco and lay this egg tonight, what does that say about this team, honestly? They're, I mean, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, and I think it also – I think that tonight is, for me, starting to look a little bit closer at the Niners. And, and I know that the Browns are the team that is always the hot topic, there's no doubt, and you said it perfectly. They're Jekyll and Hyde. I think that this is why this team is going to be, you know, 8-8, eight 9-7. Eight, and seven. They're going to be in that area because each week you have no idea – what you're getting from them when they step out on the field. And I think tonight they can't, They ran into a team that maybe a lot of us um, were underestimating a little bit. And maybe the Niners are a lot better than we thought. And maybe it's not going to look so bad later on that uh, they got rolled out there tonight. Dave Greg Williams on speed dial. Oh, Jesus. You mean Mr. Bounty? I tell you what. Uh, well, they already gave the job to Callahan for now, and and they're already – uh, uh, you know, up and down. Am I missing something here? Oh, you mean uh, your your guy? He was there. He he had a. He was very. But he's with the last he's year, with the well. Jets now. I understand. That so what are you saying? They're going to fire Freddie Kitchens? First of all, they let him go, and they shouldn't have, because he finally resurrected that franchise. And Pharrell and Carver, when you hire a guy that has never been a coordinator, you can't expect anything less than what we're seeing. Because with that team and that talent, you can't be two and three. Okay, so uh, they they let him. They let uh, Williams ran the team last year, right? He and was the uh, you know the interim, 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 interim coach. coach, and then they got rid of him. They, he went to the Jets. He did, and because... then and then they hired Freddie Kitchens yes. as the offensive coordinator, be the head coach. And so now you're suggesting that they're going to fire Kitchens after five games and call up Greg Williams again? It's not happening. What I'm suggesting is it's just not happening. Dorsey made a huge mistake. That might be the case, but there's no way that they're getting uh, Greg Williams back in Cleveland after he's already uh, coaching with the Jets. And I don't believe they – first of all, I don't even believe they'd call him. I don't, I don't even believe they'd they, – they're not even considering that. I think what they're considering is they have to play Seattle this week at home, and they basically have to win the game. In not so many words, they got to win the game because if they go to two and four, they got problems, right? Are they going to turn another stinker in on Sunday? First of all, you have to admit – now, you cannot say they're better than anybody. Seattle is better than Cleveland. Yes. They, they, they're a better football team. They are. So, the Browns, you don't know which team will show up. You just have no idea who's going to come out on Sunday. No, and, and that's going to be the guessing game. You know what's coming Cleveland with Browns. Russell Wilson. You know what Russell Wilson's going to bring to the table when he shows up in Cleveland on Sunday. And you do not know which Brown team will show. And, and I, I mean, I, I get a little bit what you're saying, Chef, but, I mean, defense isn't their problem right now. They hired a guy, you know, because he was tight with Baker last year and, and wanted to develop Baker Mayfield more. And they're going to end up firing this guy at the end of the year. They go 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Freddie Kitchens isn't going to be the coach next year. It's just that simple. But, but they're not going to fire him in midseason. No, 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 no. He's going to be coach all year. There's no question about that because you only – in the NFL, you can't bring in some guy in the middle of the year to run a, a thing. You're, you're going to put some interim guy who's right. already on the staff. That That's for something like the Redskins. When your season's over and you're 0-5, that's when you start doing that stuff. When you're still legitimately in the mix, you're not going to do that. So Callahan's going to coach the Redskins, and then they're in the offseason. They're saying uh, more than that, Brinson, Lagavore, they're all suggesting, remember this, that Tomlin is the next coach of the Washington Redskins. 
That's what they're all saying is a done well, deal. I, I think done deal. Su- and is that not tampering in itself? I think they're suggesting that they're going to go hard after him. That's what they're that's what they're suggesting. They're suggesting that they are going to go to the Steelers or Mike Tomlin's agent, and they're going to say, listen, uh, if we can get you out of Pittsburgh, we're going to pay you X amount of money. Now, he makes about $7 million now as the coach of the Steelers. I think he's the fifth or sixth or seventh highest paid coach. You're going to pay that guy $10 million to coach the Washington Redskins? If you want him that badly, you might. If you if, <laughs> if they knock on his door and they say, we're going to give you 11. He's not even worth seven. If they knock on his door and say, we're going to give you 11 and let you run the team, you're telling me that he wouldn't want to go? Oh, I think that if they offered him $10 million and total power, he will go. Of course he will. But I, he is not worth $10 million. He's not even worth seven. Our worth, we know that he's not worth that. But, uh, but what does Daniel Snyder think he's worth? I mean, he's just digging his own grave again because that guy, listen, uh, I'll give you, uh, fair enough, that he won a Super Bowl, but do you really think the reason why they won that Super Bowl was him? Went to another one. He went to two. He won one. Do you really think the reason that they're winning Super Bowls is him? Because I have a different uh, opinion. I think that the reason they've won, that they won and went to those Super Bowls was Ben Roethlisberger. No one ever wants to give that guy credit for anything. They, they blame him for everything. Uh, your boy Brown blamed him for everything. Uh, Bell didn't blame him for everything, but Brown did. Brown just, uh, let's just face facts on this tool. He hates everyone. He hates women, he hates men, he hates his teammates, he hates the media, he hates the weather, he hates God. So I don't care what he thinks. Bottom line is, he doesn't have a job anymore. He's suing the league. He's not going to win. He's not going to win because everybody hates him, including the league. The the league hates him. So they're going to make sure he loses that too. That guy will never sniff that $40 million. You know what? Ever. So, But I'll tell you this. Ben Roethlisberger is the reason he put up all those numbers – and he's the reason they went to Super Bowls. Now, I won't deny Tomlin's a good coach, but he's not a great coach. There's no way you can say he's a great coach. He's not a great coach. I've told you, the great coach, Bill, in this league is, no pun intended, is Bill Belichick. There's no one else. There is no one else in the entire league that's great. They keep trying to sell you that McVay's great. He's great at nothing. I've, all I've heard is how he's a genius and he's great, and his team just keeps losing. Okay, so whatever, and and they you know they lost the Super Bowl too, and you know what he said? I overthought it. I had I was too prepared. Like shut up, just stop. You you, you lost because Belichick's better than you. That's why you lost. There's the, the this stop selling me that he's brighter than everyone and he's the whole coaching tree nonsense. I I won't have it. I'm not gonna listen to it. Bottom line is is that his team now looks old and and toasted. Old and toasted. That team, what are they giving up, 50 a week? They gave up 85 points in two weeks. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Not with that. Not with that defense. What, are they going to get younger as the season goes on? Going to get healthier as the season goes on? That doesn't happen either. I'm asking a question this week. Will the Niners go in there and beat their ass? Because everyone else is. Everyone else is. Meanwhile, they call him a genius. All these morons that work in this league. All these genius writers and broadcasters and uh, they're all everybody trying to sell you their crap on television. Trust me, you. He's not winning. Win what? What's he winning? What's he winning? 
Nothing so far. There you go. Very there's big game. There's one coach that's great. Everyone else is good at best. Well, yeah. There's there's the great coach by himself at the top. Thank you. Then the next level is very good. Guys who have maybe won Super Bowls. Peyton, Pete Carroll. You got to put Tom. I'll give put you that. Tomlin there with those guys. I mean, you probably don't. You know, you're putting Tomlin with Carroll and Peyton. I'm putting them with guys who have won one. You know. Well, Been I'll give it. John Harbaugh. You know, Jim John Harbaugh. I should say, not Jim John. In Baltimore. I will give him very good based on the fact that he's been to the playoffs like 8 of 12 years or something. I think he like belongs that. in that in that tier with those Fair guys. enough. And he's going to get all this money in Washington, but he you can't you just can't sell me he's worth 10 million dollars. I can't sell you that any coach I can't even tell you he's worth 7. I, I literally 5 million I could live with. But Daniel Snyder's nuts and he wants to change everything down there and if that means handing that guy a check that says Ten point five or eleven million per, and saying you can pick the players. And do you think that uh, he's going to go do it? Do you think Jay Gruden is going to be uh, on He'll be the, an assistant somewhere? But for the Raiders? Oh, I don't know about that. I for mean, his I, brother, I are they going to do knows? the whole? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Well, Lockett Forest said he'll be the uh, on the sideline with the Raiders in Vegas next year. There's a lot of people that feel that he will get another head coaching shot because. He, oh Jesus! Can we can we go like three or four years without him standing on the sideline losing? Because he's can still we, a can very, we all get a break from that? He was given a obviously a raw deal here. If you want to look at it, because those Redskins are a very dysfunctional he, franchise. He, yeah, they're they're really and their GM tells you they're functional. Here's here's about as functional as they are. Redskins player quoted. Uh, today, I, it was time. Too much laziness and stubborn shack going on around here. Folks not taking shack serious. Look at Snapchat during practice. Come on now. You know I, who I'm talking about. Guys we're talking about, we'll see how it goes. That's a player on the team admitting that they're all just absolutely checked out. They don't listen to him. They don't take it seriously. They don't even care about practice or games. All they want is their money. And during practice, they're taking pictures and doing Snapchat. In the middle of practice, because they're so pathetic. You know who else used to do that nonsense? Brown. He used to film himself, remember, at practice and in the locker room. It's embarrassing. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, everybody's talking about it. Everyone's joining. Everybody knows it. PharrellOnTheBench.com rules. It's the best site for picks. All the college and pros. I killed it in college Saturday. Had a crappy pro week. Baseball, through the playoffs, every game. Hockey, every game nightly. Boxing, MMA, every big fight. Uh, Triple G, all the UFC. I hit uh, hoops coming up right around the corner. Try it. You'll love it. PharrellOnTheBench.com. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. You're going to need to do that. 855-212-4CBS. Hey, Shep, uh, what's it like running the show with the uh, 360 machine gone now? We haven't had it for about a year now. Uh, We asked them to fix it, and they, uh, well, on their list of priorities around here of things to do, I've noticed that I'm like, have you ever seen the old yellow pages that used to be like as thick, like like for a big city like New York, it was like as thick as a television set? Uh, We're the last page. It's the last page of things to do at uh, at CBS Sports Radio is fix Pharrell's 360 machine. Shep, what's it like doing a show without all the drops and machine that uh, was so awesome with all my... (laughs) That was Bob Knight. David Letterman there. 
So what is the deal, Shep? Did uh, did you or did Mafia have like this cachet of clips that you're using right now? Because uh, Mafia never runs those anymore. <laughs> well, listen, man. Are these guys on strike or something? Because no. they don't they don't uh, like uh, Carver High's not in on this. I'm saying. Uh, because they don't, they don't fix my machine, and then Mafia doesn't. Uh, he doesn't load that thing with like you have it loaded. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard any of those clips. Have you, Carver High, ever? I've heard them on my 360, but not on the computer in here. What do they have? Thousands of them stashed for so, the. Are they all Pharrell Show fo- folder or yeah, just I mean, your own? You've been on the radio for a hot minute, right? So to get those drops is not difficult. But I will say this: Moth and Carf have like a thousand things that they're doing, so. When I when I worked your show, he doesn't he doesn't do the, he doesn't run the the three sixty and he rarely like he runs the show if we're on the road but right. he doesn't even want to deal with all of it but the, do you know what I'm talking about yeah. Carver I like this is a huge scandal here I haven't that, heard any of these drives no but but is it not crazy that have I not joked on the he's air? getting these from somewhere else because the right. only ones that are on our main Pharrell folder one that we right. usually put up right. there is the is gone the beer the right. shot and the right. Uh, the the drum symbol, right, and the and the flare ones. Like honestly, these he's got it down. Dangerfield and all these other things that right. he's pulling out right now. Like he pulled those from somewhere else. Okay, let me ask you this question: Do you feel that um, that I've joked about the 360 machine now for like six months to a year? Have I not made fun of it? Like, hey, do you think we'll ever get the 360 machine back? Right. That's a that's a emphatic thud no because that's it. That's just finished gone forever right well, we heard it was um moving up the list of priorities around here eventually oh it was it was actually moving up apparently allegedly i, I don't know that it's making progress like there's a potential like there's a, for... it's getting closer to the top of the list of priorities <laughs> are you serious like a like a howard cosell there was that like a waiting list uh at a restaurant or something we're moving up the food chain or waiting list to get into the kids private school or would i have felicity huffman sneak me in for a cash payment. I guess that could have helped here. Do you think we'll ever see it again? So you're you're it sounds to me like you think we're gonna see it again. Maybe not in this calendar year, but what I about feel in this like, lifetime? I feel like it will be back. All right, Ed in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, Pharrell? How are you doing? Hey, bro. Hey, go ahead and give me three of those good ones. I mean three more of them. Get him some shots uh, there, Shep. He's very thirsty, and his team is celebrating going uh, back to Los Angeles for game five. There you go. Yeah, so look, I think here's the thing. The Nas- I think this is like what the second, maybe even third time since they've been to the playoffs that they've faced the Dodgers. Um, and I think the Dodgers have messed up here. Here's why. You have continued throughout this series to let a team like the Nationals, who were dead and out at the beginning of the season in 1931, right. people saying they didn't even belong here. They squeaked in and won eight straight games to end their season. They came back at the very tail end of that wild card game, and they're making the Dodgers pay when they aren't on. You cannot continue to let a team like the Nationals, a wild card team, hang around and think you're just going to keep winning these games. There's Dodgers fans on Twitter or you know social media if you look at it and say, "This is how can this Dodgers team disappear like this in the playoffs with their hitting, and then just be all out in a regular season?" But I mean, I uh, no, but that's not, not that's not accurate. Like, what happened no, on what happened what happened on Sunday? Like, didn't they score ten they runs? Torched it. They torched it. So that's my thing, though. See, 
but they, they, they reappear, they disappear. Can you continue to do that in a playoff game? You cannot just because at some point you're going to get tired when you got to keep going 10 runs, 8 runs, 6 runs. You can't keep doing that. And I think the Nationals got him here. I'm sorry. I just think they do. You got Strasburg and Bueller. You got Strasburg who was on last time. You got Bueller who was on last time. But how many times do the Dodgers need to keep relying on Bueller, Bueller, Bueller when Kershaw sucks, man? Kershaw stinks now. I mean, he hasn't been good this year. This yeah, I don't, I, I don't, listen, it all sounds wonderful, Ed, but I, honestly, you're, it, you know, I don't believe that Kershaw sucks, for one, okay? And secondly, you know, he said, well, how can this guy just keep winning, Bueller? Like, he's, like, convinced himself, like, in his driveway or something that there's no way this guy can just keep winning, but that's what he does. Just to be fair. Does, does Garrett Cole keep winning? And, and he, this is one of the contrarian guys. Well, you know it's just going to end one of these days because it just can't keep happening, can it? And do you think that the Nationals, because they won today, have some kind of an edge on Wednesday in Los Angeles? How about nobody, zero? Nobody has an edge on Wednesday. There's no, there's no edge at all. game. Do you want to know who has an edge in both those games on Wednesday? Whoever comes out and is throwing the ball the best at, when the game starts. Whoever has the best starting pitcher coming, and even that sometimes doesn't win you the game. I mean, we've seen with bullpens here nowadays, but game five, anything can happen. There is no baseball is the hardest sport. You get that carryover day to day because right. the starting pitcher means so much. You know, you could say the Nationals have all this momentum and things like that. What happens if Strasburg gets racked in the first inning on Wednesday night? Where all that momentum go? And all about how you you know pitch. That's what matters. Right. And by the way, can we slow down? On Kershaw, I know maybe not uh, from his Cy Young years, but he only went a crisp 16-5 and five with a 3.03 this year. Yeah, like so, I don't believe I so already just, said that. Let's just I don't slow down He's He sucks. Stuff. Like this guy's just convinced himself of all these th- atrocities about the Dodgers. Did you hear what he said? How can they just keep going out and winning and scoring 10 runs, 8 runs, 6 runs? Don't they get tired? Is that what, did you hear what he said? Don't right. they have to get tired at some point? Like – you're just convincing yourself. How about this for a stat? Uh, your team has never advanced besides that wild card game. Ever. Just once. You won one game. You've never won a series. You won one game. That's not even a series. That's a wild card game. You've won one wild card game. Right. You haven't won a series. You've never won a series. A wild card game is a one game play in, right? You, you're sitting here telling me they can't just keep scoring runs and winning and don't they get tired, but you're telling me that, that your team that's never won Jack Shack, that you're going to tell me that they have this in the bag? A team that's that always finds a way to lose, they got it in the bag? Yeah, whatever, dude. I hope you're right for your sake, but and don't bother calling me to tell me you're right if they win because I don't give a rat's ass. How's that sound? Mary in Virginia, get her a Guinness. Hey, thank you for the Guinness. Um, wow, that's a great one to follow. Yeah. I, on the other hand, I'm going to enjoy the night that we had tonight. Yeah, I, you know, that's probably a better idea than to, like, uh, to just sell us that, like, what he was trying to do was sell us that the Dodgers suck and that the Nationals are just the most fantastic thing ever. No, I'm not going there. I'm the, just going to enjoy tonight and hope, hope to God that we could keep the momentum going. Yeah, I don't. I don't even believe there is such a thing. Like, well, I, I think it's a brand new game. It's, yeah, I do too. It, that's it. There's no momentum. What is this? A football game? Like yeah, you know, a hockey game? Like carrying it from the second to the third period? I don't. I don't understand. What is momentum? Is that like a game face? Well, I agree with what Carter High said. I think. I think whoever whoever goes out there and, and handles handles the, the 
you know, the bean. Out uh, you know, the- Captain Obvious here. I mean, the guy that pitches the best game will probably win, right? Like you would think. Uh, maybe. How about a guy hits three home runs? You think he'll have a, a shot at winning? Like, you know, whoever scores the most runs is going to win the game. I think that'll work. You know what I mean? And then, like, the guy that gives up the most runs is going to lose. Yep. <laughs> and so it's going to come down to Bueller or Strasburg. Now, I will not deny this is for the guy Ed, too. I will not deny that I love Strasburg in this game, that he's he, this guy's the best pitcher on the team. In my opinion, he's your best pitcher. Yeah. Right now, he's the best. His stuff has been absolutely scintillating and filthy. That's all there is to it. Scherzer came out tonight. Didn't he give up a home run right off the bat again tonight? Like, I don't trust him as far as you could spit from one start to the next or one day to the next. But I'll tell you this. I think he's a great pitcher, but I don't trust him right now the way he's been pitching. Tonight he pitched good. Tomorrow, I don't know. Because I don't think you'll see him Wednesday. Now, if they put him in there Wednesday, I'll be shocked because he pitched uh, Monday. They were talking to him after the game, and he said his arm's hanging on by thread. Well, that's why I don't want him anywhere near that mound. All I'm telling you is Strasburg can do it. If there's anyone that can do it, it's him. I have a feeling, you know, the Dodgers are at home where they love to play, where they won. They've won seven straight division titles. They've been to two straight World Series. And Bueller's their best pitcher. And the guy's like, he can't just keep winning, can he? Well, sure he can. Yeah. I mean, that's like telling me Garrett Cole. He hasn't lost a game in three months, but he sucks now all of a sudden. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.